0: Welcome to My Creative Corner 3, a podcast about quilting, crafting, creativity with a dash of garden chatting about current interests and life in my northern town. You can find show notes at mycreativecorner3.com. You can also find all of my social media, how to purchase a virtual cup of coffee, and all events. On the website. Please feel free to stop by and leave a comment. I really appreciate everyone who listens. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome to the podcast. November has been cold and windy and snowy. Yes. It's been snowy. We got a foot of snow right around the 1st or 2nd of November, right after Halloween. In 24 hours, right around 11 or 12 inches of snow fell. We had lots of unfinished business, shall we say, outside. And the only hope we had is that the temperatures would warm up and the snow would go away. And that is what happened. It did warm up to be in the 40s or 50s by last weekend. The snow melted and neither of us were able to get the leaves done or do too much because it was so wet on the ground. We did get the fairy garden picked up and buttoned up for the winter. All the little houses are stored for the winter months in our little shed and Then we waited. The leaves really never changed on a couple of our maple trees but since it snowed and it's getting cold at night they're starting to turn yellow and fall. It's very strange that they didn't turn their bright oranges and reds. I I don't know. There's been a lot of speculation on what's going on with the leaf color and I'm going to probably guess that we had a very warm fall. It wasn't as bright or vivid, and the trees didn't all turn at once, which usually happens you know, like over a two-week period. So we waited. The wind did come and dry the ground out. My husband had a light day at work, and for the first time in many a year, I did not have to do much of anything for leaf pickup he did it all between the tractor and the big leaf blower. Um, he did it all himself in the afternoon while I was working. And I'll have to say, I love that tractor. I am so glad I didn't have to do that job. It's a nasty job. Um, one of these days, we may get a little vacuum system where you can bag it yourself. Um, not all the leaves fell, but a good mountain did fall down. And today is Thursday, November 11th, Veterans Day. And I have it off from work. And very first thing this morning, I heard the city come and take those leaves away. Because after they came, it started to snow again. And then it's warmed up. It's now very, very fall-like, late fall. The wind is just howling outside and we are supposed to get snow over the next several days. It may or may not stay, but that's all right. The garden I have decided we are going to leave it as is until next spring. And then we'll cut down all the tall plants that survive, you know, the sticks and stalks and brown bits. But the birds will have something to sit on. They have enjoyed the feeder. Um, So what I have seen so far is in our travels not all in my yard yet, but um, the snowbirds or dark-eyed juncos, I have seen them in the eastern UP and they'll be here soon. I've seen our friends the chickadees and sparrows, nuthatch and robins, not robins, but um, cardinals and blue jays. Um, I'm hoping that I'll see the woodpecker come back. We had a both uh downy and a pileated last year and we've got the suet up in that feeder and of course our friends the squirrels are robbing us of seeds (laughs) they really are but you know poor guys let them get some food before they um tuck up for these cold days i don't know if they really hibernate but they do um go into some sort of a not true hibernation but a state where they're slowing down and waiting for warmer days. So we only have one project left and um, that is we can't find the nails for it yet. Um, We're going to go back to Home Depot but um, the soffit has fascia on the garage that has fallen down and birds got in that last summer, the starlings, and made a nest. Uh, But we can't fix it without the right Nails or screws? I can't remember. I think my husband said nails. Um, It's his project and he'll have to get another person who's steady on a ladder. But that has to be done if we can find the right (laughs) stuff. Oh my gosh. Supply chain issues. Let's talk about that now. You noticing any? Oh my gosh. It's worse now than at the peak of last year when supply chain problems were down. But, um, yeah, I'm not sealing much toilet paper at the store. Uh, there's some, but not like there was. We have a supply from Costco. I noticed there's limiting amounts that you can buy when you go to the store for certain things. And distilled water, seriously, I have to use that for my CPAP machine. And, um, yeah, you can only buy one or two gallons at a time. <sighs> so annoying. But we will do our part. And, you know, turkeys looked like there weren't too many last week, but I think this week is the big sale. I don't know what we're doing for Thanksgiving. Um, we're kind of waiting to see what everybody's work schedule is and how everybody's health is. And we may do a tour of visiting people separately just because that's the way it may work out. I hate to talk about COVID but I will. It's everywhere up here and our hospitals are full, people at work. There's been lots of very sick people both with the fall, cough, cold, and flu as well as COVID. So yeah so far everybody has made it through okay. Um, But yeah so I got my booster and my flu vaccine and I'm feeling good. So With all of that business going on, what have we been up to? Well, last weekend it was too wet to do the leaves and we couldn't find anything to fix that fascia that fell down. So I decided I wasn't going to clean the house much and I was puttering around with my crafts. And then Sunday it was an unseasonably warm day. It was 60 degrees And it was sunny and it wasn't too windy. And it was like, we get this thing here when it's like, you know, it's going to be the last big sunny day for a long time. We decided to hop in the car and we drove two hours north, maybe two hours and 15 minutes north in the eastern upper peninsula and went to Taquamenon Falls. I had my hiking sticks and we walked a mile and a half Got some great videos. I did a self-care Sunday about the hike, mostly just listening to the power of water, just pouring over the falls. It was so much water, and it is the color of beer—a light beer or tea—from the tannic acid, according to the sign. Um, it was just wonderful. It was a great day. It felt good to be out in the sun. It felt good to be walking, and that prompted me to be more motivated to do some exercise. I haven't done tons, but I'm getting there, trying, trying, trying. But I need to go out, since I have today off, go out in the garage gym and get rowing on my machine. I do that as a reminder to myself. Don't let the day get away from you. But I am not a morning exerciser and I'm going to do a few minutes this afternoon. But anyway, I digress. Aquamanon Falls was absolutely beautiful. If you would like to see what it looks like, I have a full video, several minutes, on YouTube, which is Vicki Holloway. And it's a self-care Sunday and the thumbnail shows a waterfall. You know, I have mixed feelings about this, but a few weeks ago... I saw a video of a kayaker going over those falls. And I thought, that is just really not, not the best. Because the falls are pretty tall. Now, this is a large fall. is the second largest fall this side of the Mississippi, according to the plaque at Taquamadon Falls, outside of Niagara Falls. We went to the Upper Falls and... There's lots to do there. Um, if you go to the lower falls, you can rent a boat and go out amongst the falls. There's lots and lots of hiking trails. And there's lots of photo opportunities. There's picnicking. And at the upper falls, there is a brew pub. Because you are near a very tiny area of called Paradise, Michigan. And there's just not a lot um once you get outside of taquamanon and paradise you're you're actually quite a ways from from any food clothing you can go to gas stations and party stores but i mean you can't go get jackets if you forgot your jacket you can't um find a grocery they're quite a ways away so you need to come prepared so we usually have bottles of water they do have flushing toilets there thank goodness. Um, but this is what I wanted to know. How far is the drop? It is more than, I think, 50 feet from the top of the upper falls to the bottom. That's the drop. And it's more than 200 feet of across. So a couple weeks ago, a kayaker went over that. There's video. Several people got video of this kayaker dropping 50 feet. I thought, you know, that's just really kind of Bizarre because if you ran into trouble, there's a lot of rocks down there. You're really long ways, like I said, for you know food. Can't go to the grocery store. I mean, the nearest rescue is probably Saint Ignace or St. Marie, and you're looking at quite a ways away. I thought that's just kind of weird. Uh, it's not illegal because I looked it up because I thought, why are they letting people do that? This is like the second or third kayaker in the last few years that have gone over the falls um and there's more and more deaths in the up because people are doing more and more daredevil things more and more people are trying to lean over you know there's big signs It says danger do not lean over the rails a couple people fallen at pictured rocks because they there's no fence there and you get too close to the edge that's a couple hundred feet drop into lake superior um so anyway i thought number one you know that's it's just kind of unsafe. And number two, you, you're putting other people's lives at risk to try to rescue you. And number three, I don't know if that's just good for the environment. Um, to be having people more and more trying to paddle down these rivers and kayaking over the falls. But, you know, who am I to say I just wouldn't do it and I don't know how anybody could help them. If they were down 50 feet in this gorge that is really hard to get to the platform, it's 94 steps and it's steep. If you wanna go do the gorge walk and other viewing platforms at the Upper Falls, it's even more steps and yeah, it's a lot of hiking. So, anyway, I'm not so sure, um, my kayaking friends, if I would um, make any suggestions to try to kayak over. Taquamenon Falls. It probably could be very very dangerous and cold especially this time of year but I, I just digress. Um, so anyway it was a lot of fun because I haven't been there um, in a while and I do like to go walking and looking at the falls. It was a beautiful drive. Um, one of these days I hope to see a wolf in the UP again when I was in high school, high school. when I was in college, I went to school up in the Sioux for one year. and I did see a wolf um, in a very remote area of I-75 and um, no one believed me until someone hit one of those wolves and in taxidermy is in the rest area. and sure enough, that's exactly what I saw. So, no bigfoot either. Just saying, I don't think there's any bigfoots up there to look at. Bigfoot, yeah, bigfoots. Um, so <laughs> we had a great time. And then this week I have a long weekend because Thursday is Veterans Day, and that is a day off from work. Um, I decided I didn't want to go back from one day on Friday. Took tomorrow off, so I have a nice four-day weekend. So what have I been up to? A lot of sewing. Just a lot of sewing. No long arming. Just haven't got the, the bug, the urge to load a quilt on the frame. And I think I need to get actually to the store this weekend and buy another batting. I don't even know what I have. I don't think I have another batting for the quilts I have here. But that's the other part. I got to go see what I have. Match it up with the top that I'm, I I want to do. And then try to get to the store. So, sewing. I lost my train of thought there. Sorry. I have done, uh, I finished the Halloween quilt. The Bats and Boo quilt top. Borders and all. They look pretty darn good. I liked that busy pumpkin border that I auditioned for parts of the quilt I thought maybe would look good in the pumpkin it did not it did not have it was too big of a print and it didn't have enough contrast to the gray background but it looks great as an outer border because I used a lot of solids and a few fussy cuts in the quilt I just love it I thought it turned out really really great so Bats and Boo is on the stack to quilt and I have yeah Probably four of my own quilts to do. And I have also been working on the quilt blocks from the class I took about color, cohesion, and contrast from Diane S Dash Bandit. I chose to do the X plus block and I um if you go to last podcast. There's a link to her website and that free pattern. So I've been um, mixing up some fabrics in different colors. I even got my color wheel working to try to show what to me some ideas what colors would look good together, what colors will not look good together, and trying to do split complementary. You know, I'm trying to learn about color and trying to figure out color palettes. Um, I've made some real amazing blocks and there's a lot of experimental blocks that I'm like "Mm, maybe I don't know they may not hit the mark but they're all going in a quilt. It's just a matter of uh, how many do I want to make. I don't know. I think I have about 20 of those blocks made. I think I'm going to just keep going adding a few more and um, then we'll work it out. I'm looking at them right now because I took them off the design wall because I've been playing around with another project. But yeah, they they there's a nice color palette that's blues, greens, teals, orange, a little bit of purple, and and I think it's it's I like it. I really do. And I don't have a whole lot of confidence, but I'm getting more confident because I have lots of scraps and. I just would like to keep going with um, using up what I have here and thinning down the old uh, supply here for crafts and then just kind of also thinking about using what I have to make Christmas presents or some gifts. I'm not sure about Christmas. See, back to the supply chain thing. What about shipping it? Will that get there in time? I don't know. So, I'm just going to keep making things and I may just send people stuff just because because I probably won't get it all done by Christmas. It's already, um, you know, the 11th of November and I haven't even gotten started on Christmas ideas. So I think I'm going to just keep doing scrap quilts. So the X plus is the one I'm working on right now. excuse me and then i also got a 10 inch stacker of gnome antics from halo inspirations quilt shop and i'm playing around with some ideas with the gnome fabric i love gnomes i just absolutely love them they're super cute and they're festive and they're wintry they're christmassy um, but they don't have to be totally christmas and you know since i like fairies i also like gnomes but i do like fairies um the whole ideas of fairies a little bit better but the gnome antics is super fun and it's got reds, blacks um, all kinds of green prints gnomes and christmas stuff female male gnomes there's cute little couple on there snowflakes so some topes are in there too so playing around with some ideas and when i have a more than a, couple ideas kick it around I'll I'll share them but I am playing around with the Christmas fabric and it makes me feel like you know the holidays are going to be for real this year Uh, they always are for real every year but yeah better than last year I think Um, don't have my Christmas decor up I still have fall stuff up and more Thanksgiving decor out on the table my Thanksgiving tablecloth is out you know I'm going to hang on to fall for a while, probably more toward the first of December. Well, I'll change over to to the winter stuff. So speaking of gift giving, I have decided after watching half of Jennifer Maker's uh, Maker Academy weekend, where you can watch the free videos for twenty four hours. I did buy the VIP pass. Um, it was. At a, not the full rate right now, I think if you were to buy that, it's $69 or something. And I got it for less than that. But what's super great is I just got um, some great ideas on making Christmas decorations, ornaments. But what I really, really wanted to know was how to do things like, say you have grandma's recipe and her handwriting. How do you put that into a project? And I just watched a class doing it. Now it is, a, it is a more advanced, probably more complicated project than anything I've ever tried. But that may be something I want to play around with over the winter. I don't know they'll have time um, to try to do something for everybody um, with handwriting. But there's several things they could do. Um, you can cut the letters big and chunky out of... Um, heat transfer vinyl. You can press it onto a towel. You could do um, things with markers and infusible ink. There's even an engraving tool, but I haven't purchased that, so I don't really know how well it would work. But, there's lots of ideas, and I really, really did enjoy taking those classes, watching them, re-watching them, and learning, because There's been several really big updates to Cricut and I just realized that I can take photographs of my stickers that are like watercolors and I want to make them into stickers. Um, I had Renee do some outlining for me on a program she has but I think I might be able to do it for myself where it can automatically remove the background. And then you can put a border on it. So they've updated the software enough through Cricut Design Space subscription to making it more and more worth the 10 or $12 a month that I pay for it. So you can get clip art and samples of other um um, images, you not know, samples, we can download images and things like that, but they have a lot more advanced features to Design Space that I'm super thrilled about because I was stuck. I really had some things. I want to make some stickers. I have a great logo, um, I have some great little watercolor fun things that I did, and I put the flowers and ink on top, and I thought they'd make some great stickers for my planner. And I have figured out how to do it all automatically on my Cricut. Use a printer to print them out, and then the Cricut will cut it perfectly. Oh, so great! So I feel like I I have reached a point where um, all of the things that I really really wanted to learn on the Cricut, I have knowledge of how to do it. Now I just have to take time to practice it. So that's what I'm going to try. I'm going to try doing some of the handwriting things over the winter. It's kind of complicated and you got to do a lot of steps to get your image even ready to print but the infusible ink markers um, are fascinating. So that may be something I try in the future. In the meantime I think I'm going to make some of the simpler projects just for fun, and um, probably update my Christmas a little bit. I don't know. I've been really in a slump for the last few years. I haven't put up my big Christmas tree. Maybe I will this year. Maybe I'll just decorate my Norfolk Island pine. (laughs) But I want to change my ornaments up. Some of the ornaments are really old, and they're pretty, but they're very sentimental, and I don't always want to feel all the sentiments so I may do like a themed tree and a little more themed tree and and not get all of the old decorations out because I don't want to we'll see I have lots of time to work on things like that especially if I'm not making gifts to whoops I turned tiktok on sorry people I didn't mean to do that there's some really cute ideas also on TikTok about making things with mini um, ornaments and crooked ideas. So there's lots and lots of things I can try. The other thing that I have been doing, my sister and I have been doing yarn stuff. So our creative souls. My sister and I have um, been doing all kinds of things. She is crocheting granny squares and that is going to be my next project too. I have purchased big skeins of nice fluffy yarn from Michaels, and they gave me—I had earned enough rewards to get a twenty-dollar um, gift certificate. So I bought not a gift certificate, a promotion. Anyway, so for ten bucks, I bought ten skeins of yarn and had it shipped to my house. And I think I'm going to do granny squares out of it or crochet a shawl. I'm not real sure, but the granny squares—they're you can make a cardigan with granny squares. Super easy, to be honest. And I don't want the hood on it because I don't need that extra weight. I want a collarless one. I think I will go with that. Um, also, I've seen old quilts repurposed into quilt jackets. But I don't know that I'm advanced enough in my sewing or have enough um, confidence in my pattern adjusting to make it fit right but the other thing is gosh cutting up quilts to wear as a jacket still kind of hurts my heart a little bit so anyway yarn I think I'm going to make myself a yarn granny square cardigan I think and the other question I have in my brain is do I want to use all matching and have it be this pink blush tweed cardigan or do I want to use that yarn for something else and do like a scrap yarn granny squares with all different kinds of yarn and make it a brightly colored coat of many colors hmm. the coat of many colors kind of um appeals to me more than the matchy matchy <laughs> pink blush tweed so we'll see currently what I am doing is I have been loom knitting since I went on vacation. I tore out all of the things that I had done prior to November 1st because, well, I just didn't like it. So I found better patterns and I've made two headbands that I really like and you pinch them in the middle and wrap yarn around it and it makes like a bow look or a turban look on your head and headbands um ear warmers headbands do way better for my hair than a hat but I'm also going to loom knit a hat with my peacock colored yarn and currently I'm making striped fingerless heavy chunky made out chunky yarn they're fingerless gloves um, that match one of the headbands that is more of a it's blues and purples and dusty gray. And that will, will they will have stripes of pink and burgundy in it. And I think that will be a nice set. I might keep that for myself and wear over the winter. And I just think the fingerless gloves pattern is coming along quite nicely. And it fits my hands. I have big hands and wrists. And yeah, I'm, I'm loving this loom knitting. Um, I'm really distracted right now because a gust of wind is so loud. I don't know if you can hear it, but <laughs> blew all these leaves in the window. And I'm like, what is going on out there? Yeah, gale force winds are coming. So loom knitting has been a great exciting thing and what I like about it is kind of like why I like the Cricut. These are like almost instant gratification projects and every once in a while you've got to step away from the year-long or two-year-long quilt projects and because some of them take me that long and I would like to do something a little faster. So I'm excited about the loom knitting and I thought maybe I'll make several different colors and sets just because um, i like them i don't know that other people would necessarily like them but i do and i can have them to go with um, different outfits that i'm wearing and i don't even know if i have a winter jacket anymore that the snaps work (laughs) and so it's nice to have extra layers like uh, scarves hats and even fingerless gloves so crocheting is on my thing to do next but I'm going to do the loom knitting until I decide I don't need to be doing any more. Continuing on with my silk and sonder, I did do another 90-day journal subscription. And this month's theme is compassion. And I'm finding it very, very interesting. Because I feel like I do have a lot of compassion for other people. And being a nurse, we do a lot of compassion at work. But when it comes to showing yourself the same, that's very interesting. So today's daily ritual, which is their daily little meditation that you listen to, was about time management, which you know I am all about the time management. Um, But it really flipped it on its head saying, are you managing your time so well that you don't have time to breathe? You don't have time to live your life the way you want? How do you spend your time? So the person um, who owns Silken Sander recommended a book. Don't know if I can read it because I've, I've checked books out of the library recently. And to be honest, I haven't read them. So I don't know, but if I can find this on an audiobook. It's by Oliver Berkman. It's called 4,000 Weeks, Time Management for Mortals. Basically, you know, we only get 24 hours in a day, and the average person lives 4,000 weeks. And if I'm at midlife at age 55, that's being generous, that means I have 2,000 weeks average potentially left. What do I want to do with my 2,000 weeks? And when you put it that way, it's like a big wake-up call. How many checks do I need on that list? How many gold stars do I really need? So instead of doing this massive list, which I had for the four-day weekend, uh, if I get to dabbling in some of it and completing one or two things and, you know, a little house cleaning here and there, and I want to do a little baking or something, then I'm going to be happy I want to like just kind of relax and be more present in living the life the creative life and that can be any kind of creativity and maybe watch a football game and not feel like I have to check everything off that list. I am the worst at over planning time off and I've decided I don't want to do that anymore. This weekend I decided I'm not doing that. I'm tired and the changing of the clocks I don't know about you but it just oh, really kicked my behind I have been going to bed early and hardly hardly staying up late uh, past nine you know maybe going to bed my regular time is ten Um, it's been difficult and there's only an hour what is up with that but it has to do with it's dark by five o'clock um, it's when we went to Kwamanon to Falls we were like whoa the sun starts setting between three and 3.30. Four o'clock, you know, you're really getting low on daylight. And by five, it's pretty twilight area. And by six, there is zero daylight out. And that will be getting shorter and shorter until Christmas time. And then, you know, we'll hit the winter solstice and it will elongate again. But we are in the very long dark nights and short days right now and that's probably what's making me tired oh it was just rough so this week I'm feeling like I'm kind of getting back into staying up to normal bedtime and I'm gonna take this weekend to do some compassionate things to myself and in things I want to do and enjoy and not feel like I got to be going a thousand miles an hour work is bad enough and it's been very busy at work very very busy and i feel like i'm juggling two and three things and i just don't want to do that in my time off anymore sometimes work is you know before the pandemic would would be kind of slower um and so i felt like i had more energy to do more on my time off maybe um But not now. I don't know if it's my age or if I'm just changing mindsets. Um, But anyway, I just don't want to be doing that much uh, juggling, juggling, juggling all the time. And so when I watch a show, I'm trying to watch a show and not scroll my phone at the same time. And when I want to listen to a podcast, I might be doing some knitting or maybe some easy sewing but I'm just trying not to feel like I'm fractured all the time in my concentration. I've, maybe, maybe I'm slowing down with my ADHD things. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, the other thing that I have been really looking at is, you know, how much time I am scrolling and doing social media. And I'm finding that I'm off Facebook because I don't know why. It's just old Instagram is a I like the stories part because I think what appeals to me is the aspect like TikTok and I love 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 TikTok but you gotta be careful when you go there because you can get on some weird stuff but the cottage core things and the crafts and all of that is so appealing to me so I have hoarded a whole bunch of wee yogurt jars in the limited edition of the flower prints and I think this weekend I'm going to do some dyeing the jars on the inside which I've talked about but I had to really laugh because there was a tiktoker who was going on about he's an artist and he Um, paints and so he likes to save jars and I'm like wait there's other people that save jars like me yeah you could do this you could do this you get 10,000 things you could do with a jar and his significant other goes but why you're not doing any of that that jar sat in the back of your car in a box for two years and he goes I know but it's a good jar and kind of goes along with you know having a good box from Amazon Um, you can't hoard them all but these are cute these are little I'm going to do some experiments, maybe some little flower arrangements. Um, They're definitely a spring summery feel. uh, So I don't know that they will do uh, great Christmas things, but you can get lids for them. And I'm going to try to use them in organizing my stuff around here. The little things like buttons and Little tiny things that I'm constantly losing. And, you know, maybe I'll make a fairy garden world inside of one. Who knows? They're so cute. They're so cute. I love miniatures. And those little wee yogurt jars just fit the bill. Absolutely. So if you have some ideas or if you've seen some cool craft things with wee yogurt jars or jars in general, um, send them my way because I am looking for uh, some good ideas for upcycling the wee yogurt jars. Um, But first, I'm going to dye a bunch of them with the Mod Podge and food coloring and then putting them in the oven to bake in there. I did that experiment a couple months ago and I think I've done more research and I can make it even better with some of these um, dyed jars for the ones that are special edition. Because I think they look better with a colored inside. And I don't want to paint them. um, Because I want to. Because I think the paint will chip. I think the Mod podge will hold up better. Especially if you want to put like. Dried flowers in them or something. So that's the things I've been up to. Um, Settling down for the uh, winter that's coming. And the snow this weekend. I dug out my slippers. And making the knit hat and i'm making the headbands and fingerless gloves i might make another scarf to match my headband and glove set we'll see definitely crochet granny squares is coming as well as shawls and cardigans they're fun to do because you can do them while you're sitting and watching um, tv i like to have my hands busy and i like to do these mindless simple things because then I can pay attention to the show better. Even though I was talking about not multitasking um, as much. But I think I can. it's better to do things like hand sewing. And, but right now I'm into yarn. Because it's cold. And I'm also getting ready to bind the Mammoth uh, massive t-shirt quilt. Because it's not 100 degrees in this house. And that's a hot job to stitch the binding to the front and then I'll start hand binding it and then that long project which started at the big eh, probably about June of the pandemic first year what was that 2020 I wanted to have it done by this summer and I did get the quilting done but I need to get the binding on now and so with that that's what I've been up to Let me know what you've been up to. Have you seen any good, interesting craft things? Some that are maybe cricket-related, some not. What's the weather like where you're at? Um, Overall, we're still trying to figure out what we're doing for the holidays, and we have no plans. It's a little unsettling, because normally, you know, pre-pandemic, this would all be sorted out, but it's not. And, you know, I think I'm just learning to go with the flow day by day, Um, make a loose plan for the week or two ahead and trying to stay healthy and avoid all of the things that are going around. Fingers crossed. um, I won't catch that gastroenteritis. Yuck. Or the cold. I had a sinus um, earlier in the fall and don't want the cold. And of course, any of the other things. Have a most wonderful week. Take time for yourself and let me know some of the things that you do. Um, not necessarily for self care, but just trying to be more compassionate to yourself. I am trying to not be as harsh on being um, perfectionistic over crafts or housekeeping or whatever. And the other thing is I'm undoing this whole notion of having to be multitasking all the time. I don't need to. Not at home anyway. So you have a most wonderful week. Be creative and quilt on everyone.